0: Today, on the Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. Have we lost confidence in Hamilton City Council? It's the title of an op-ed piece. It's uh, written by uh, Margaret Schimba, who is, of course, a contributing columnist in the uh, editorial pages of The Spectator. We've had Margaret on the show before, and very opinionated, of course, and uh, as many of us have been over the last little while, uh, very observant about what's been happening, or not happening, as the case might be, at Hamilton City Council. Uh, she writes, in part... What does it take for council to do the right thing? How much civic outcry must be raised before councillors listen to the needs of the people of Hamilton and not just their donors or the special interests informed by war jealousies or petty disagreements? Uh, not the first time those sorts of accusations have been made about elected representatives at this level. Uh matter of fact, our next guest is uh, <laughs> a guy who's had a lot written about him in his political career, too, a uh, long and storied career as it was. Uh, Larry DeAnne is a former mayor uh, for the c- uh, city of Hamilton, of course, and a former Stony, Stony Creek Councillor and a, a city councillor for Stony Creek. He's been around. He's seen it all and heard it all, and he's with us here on the Bill Keller Show. Larry, how are you doing today?
1: I am very well. Gosh, I sound so long in the two scepts. <laughs>
0: and I am, of course. From your lips, not what I know, but uh, you've all the years in elected office. I mean, you know, the the, the criticism of of elected officials, and especially at the municipal level, uh, is is not unusual. Uh, Like I say, we've both uh, been the targets of an awful lot of people during our time in public life. So the 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 column itself didn't really surprise me, and I know Margaret's a very opinionated lady. You know, you've had her on your show, of course, on Cable Fourteen as well. Uh, But but is it warranted, Larry?
1: Well, so, yes, I mean, first of all, it goes with the territory, right? If you're involved in the political system at all at any level, but especially the municipal level, because you're more accessible, um, you know, criticism uh, goes with with the uh, territory, sometimes justified and sometimes maybe not as justified. But nevertheless, it doesn't stop uh, the the torrent of, of views that come your way. Um, I read Margaret um, every time she publishes in the uh, Spectator. I've had her on my show. Uh, we've communicated uh, quite apart from uh, from that as well, and and I really like her. She writes well. She, she's just a great writer. Uh, I don't agree with everything she says, of course, but uh, but she certainly has her fingers on the pulse of of the community, and she represents a particular perspective. Uh, that is uh, very much aggrieved by some of the things that she writes about in this particular column. I don't know whether that's shared entirely with uh, the community to, to reach the conclusion that she does, that maybe we've lost confidence and maybe we should replace all of council or or many more of, of the councillors around the horseshoe, as she uh, says and almost pleads at the end of her article, that she'd like to see more faces, new faces around the uh, the, the, the council table. I can tell you, I mean, I I am, you know, prior to pandemic and and the quarantine that all of us have been experiencing, I I run into, uh, I I, I run uh, in a number of circles, Um, some um, that um, are politically oriented um, and keep their eye on things that are happening and and some that are not. and just go about their uh, daily lives, whether it's business or whether it's Uh, other sorts of volunteering activities and so on. And I don't know whether I've heard this fatigue uh, of this current council that still has a couple of years to go in its mandate uh, at this point. And, of course, the closer we get to the election, the drumbeat only gets louder in terms of change. And then we have an election and not much changes, quite frankly, um, um, in in terms of uh, what some people may want. Other, the only issue that, that, that I heard everybody talk about uh, that Margaret raises in her column is the coots uh, cover-up issue, uh, the so-called cover-up yeah.
0: issue,
1: which, of course, counts a claim. So, Sewage
0: gate, sewer gate, whatever. Yeah, it's had yeah, a couple yeah. of different and nicknames, so, yeah. And,
1: and at the time, I mean, everybody was talking about that. And it wasn't so much the uh, environmental degradation uh, such as it was because people weren't sure how bad things were. And in fact, now we've had reports saying that they're not as bad as, as, as they first suspected. Um, but people talked about why didn't they tell us? So the the silence aspect of that. Um, and, and that was and that was certainly there. I mean, and it was talked about by almost everybody. Uh, and of course, Hamilton loves to have these flashpoint issues, you know, the LRT the stadium, the Red Hill Expressway, I mean, you can go down the list and, and talk about things that people get on one side or the other about. So so I would say that uh, certainly the issues that Margaret uh, uh, talks about, you know, the Red Hill Expressway scandal, uh, which really was a staff, uh, and of course we're in the middle of an exploration around that, was mm-hmm. a staff uh, issue, the, the, the pride thing, which again is topical today because of the two reports, conflicting reports that have been written about that, but both agree, I think, that, um, and citizens agree that what happened during Pride, especially if you've seen the video, was not nice, was not good, uh, could have been, should have been, must have been prevented, you know, the, the yellow vest uh, issue. So all of those are, are barnacles, you know, and they, they stick. And so eventually, when someone runs against whoever the incumbent is, They might use some of that information to, to, uh, you know, a chance for change as well, and maybe we'll see it. I don't know. But certainly in the people that I talk to, I I don't see, you know, this great um, ennui more than usual uh, with the current crop of counselors.
0: Here's the thing, and one of the takeaways I got from her, for her piece today, and, and you're right about transparency. I mean, that's something I hear all the time uh, whenever we bring up anything to do with Hamilton City Council, past and present, frankly, uh, with some decisions like that. You know, the, and, and there's an argument about going in-camera or even information that should be shared with the public. But she spends a lot of time in the piece that's published today really talking about council conduct. Uh, you know, as she writes in part here, I am embarrassed listening to some of our counselors speak, embarrassed that their thinking is so narrow, their train of thought so easily derailed, their grandstanding so glaringly obvious. Uh, I, I'm sorry, she's on the mark on, a, on that on a, in a big way, and, and that's, that's not to degrade the, the, the speaking skills of individuals, it's just that the way the meetings are run and the run-on speeches and, and you know, the same people making the same point time and time again, like in that marathon session from a week or so ago, uh, it's, it, that's characteristic of this city council. And, boy, it's it's for the average citizen that says, okay, I'm going to be engaged, Larry, I'm going to watch council and make sure that I know what's going on. Uh, so many people I know have tried to do that, just say, I can't stay with it. This, it's driving me nuts the way they do this. And that's, that's the way the meetings are run. And I, I can understand her point there, because I've heard that criticism for a long time now.
1: Yeah, and I remember that criticism uh, when I was there. Certainly, people complained about that. I complained about that. I had occasion to speak to some of the counselors about that. I had some other counselors sometimes in the middle of one of the counselor's speeches, sort of uh, you know do the finger across the throat to, to say cut them off, cut them off. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I would speak to the counselor after that and say, look, here's what your colleagues are saying. I didn't cut you off uh, out of respect, but but you know I'm I am tempted. Uh, yes, yes, I'll do better and then and then nothing came of it um so so the, the the issue is this, as far as I'm concerned, and you're right i and you know I do some consulting work and I'm often at city hall, and sometimes I sit at uh, meetings as well, whether they're planning or or other meetings that uh, I take people to um and and I wonder sometimes at the end of three or four hours of sitting there and becoming numb. How I did it for 25 years, Bill. (laughs) How did I put up with this for so long? But, you know, democracy, I mean, the other side of that coin is that democracy is messy, but also important. And you've got to give people their, their, their time to express their thoughts and hope that they are skilled enough and can read the room well enough to know when they've gone overboard. I remember the speeches you made, Bill. You never went overboard. You were, I mean, obviously um, speaking and and, and uh, um, being articulate is, is a job for you. Always was, and you did it very well. But there were colleagues of ours as well that rambled, went over. I, some of them are bothered. still there, Larry. <laughs> you know
0: i'm not going to mention names but you know the metal picture in your head right now but here's the thing and and you and i've talked about this in the past we talked about this when we were both on council there is supposed to be a five minute rule when people are speaking counselors are speaking and uh i even adhered to it once or twice in all the time that i was on council uh and you know you go five and a half or six minutes that's okay but some of these people are going on and rambling on and i remember when they did some renovations to the city hall as the council chamber there and you said they've got this great thing here. After five minutes, the mic shut off. That's going to keep people in line. And you know what they did? They just the mic shut off. They just turned it back on and, and kept going. And that's what they're still doing. And and mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem. Say your piece and 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 then get out there and just you know I don't know what they're looking for in situations like this. So you and I have talked, and we was I was on council for nine years. Uh, one of my favorite council colleagues was of course uh, was <coughs> Murray Ferguson, Lloyd Ferguson's brother, who uh, served as an Ancaster counselor and and as you saw when you were the mayor murray didn't speak a whole lot but when he did you listened because he was short to the point and made strategic points the rest of the time he just didn't get involved in that circus and and that's the sort of mindset you know that uh, that you'd like to think the councilors do but to them it's a, it's a public forum it's an opportunity for them to up there and they just ramble on and on and on and, and it it's a very frustrating for the for the, the viewers and certainly for the constituents
1: yeah and, and for those who, who watch counsel a lot? Um, that that is annoying for them. But really, what we do is judge people on um, what they do as opposed to what they say or how they say
0: it. Supposedly, uh, but you know how 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 great graded did the people get before they even get to the vote in situations like that and i i know one of the reference points in here margaret's piece today is of course the sobe debate that went on and and how council went on about that and you know the what was a 16-hour session or something like that uh it really comes down to, and I'm not going to criticize, you know, because they have different chairs for different meetings and, you know, the deputy mayor or whatever will chair part of the meeting, but you've got to have rules and you've got to adhere to them, and I think what she's suggesting here is that, look, at first of all, they have to be a lot more informed and they have to be more focused.
1: Yes, and, and that isn't uh, bad advice at all. That, in fact, is very, very good advice, but try to get them to
0: to adhere to that is the issue. So how do you do that? You, you chaired how many meetings in your years? Well, I mean,
1: lots. And you know who was very effective from our day? Margaret McCarthy, who was the counselor from uh, Waterdown at the time. Flamborough, yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, there were lots of things that she did that I didn't agree with at all. In fact, we were usually on both sides or on opposite sides of, uh, of, of issues. But she ran a meeting with an iron fist. And you need that. You need the chair to say your time is up next.
0: So how do you do this? I mean, part of the problem here is when people are elected to council, and some of them have been there, of course, for many, many years, there, there was a quote-unquote orientation. Uh, and I remember, I mean, we were given the, the rules of order, etc., like that, that, uh, you know, they probably still have a copy of it someplace that, in the House here. But, you know, there, there's no... There's no st- when you do that in that initiation they don't talk to okay here's 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 how you do this job they basically leave it to each individual to do that and and, and you know many of them do it well let's let's not just throw everybody out with, with the bath water here but you know there's there's no instruction about okay this is how you address this uh this is the th- sorts of things that you should do it's it's really kind of just throw the person in the deep end of the pool and let's see if they can swim
1: Well, and here's the problem sometimes with people who get themselves elected. They think that by virtue of having been elected, which often has something to do with issues that they're fighting for or profile that they have, name recognition and so on, but they go around an elected council table, for example, and think that they're the smartest people in the room, and they want to show that all the time. So there needs to be some humility. I always maintained that uh, I've been given the privilege uh, to do this job not because I'm the smartest or the best, but because I can use my common sense, rely on expert advice to make the right decision. And uh, sometimes you fail, but often you get it right. And it should be done with uh, as little fanfare as as possible uh, with the community interest in mind. And also with decorum and uh, um, respect for process and good decision-making and good governance. All of those are factors that need to be considered. Unfortunately, though, not everybody does. And the only ones that have any power to do anything about it are the voters themselves, who are too busy to pay attention to all the details, and so they vote at election time based on reasons that have sometimes everything to do with personality and uh, community image rather than success and ability around the table.
0: The other element, I just underscored humility there as you were saying that there's a takeaway word uh, the other one though too is 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 know your your strengths and weaknesses I mean this is really all about public speaking and know we're just about out of time here uh, if n- n- we're not all Winston Churchill uh, you know we're not all Barack Obama uh, if, if don't try to be a comedian if you're not a funny guy or person you know that situations like that and and that's the sort of training it's not how to do it basically I think probably the uh, initiation should be how not to do it and, and maybe that's the discussion those guys have to have uh, among themselves Larry always a pleasure uh thanks so much for the uh, for the time as always and uh, we'll talk soon i guess the quarantine and phase two is going to be over pretty soon and outdoor patios and I, I think you know we probably need to commiserate over this at one of those and we will do that soon absolutely thank you bill take care larry de andy force uh, former hamilton mayor the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml